Laudetrio e Christus. Praise be to Jesus Christ. Today is Thursday, September 24th, 2020. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whatever time of the day it is you're joining me. As you heard, little Miss Amber was saying goodbye as we are out and about near the community hall getting some fresh air as there was a break in the downpour of rain here in the Pacific Northwest region. Boy, the rain came in hard. It was like amazing. And so now that there's a little bit of a break, it seems uh, not only um, did we have the idea to go out and enjoy the night, but other people, as you can hear as they walk by, I'm watching lovers hold hands, friends um, laughing in the grass in the yard, and kids on their scooters with their parent pushing them alongside. It's a gorgeous day here in the Pacific Northwest. Well, gorgeous evening. Um, So yeah, sometimes you just have to wait out the storms right just just wait out the storm and enjoy your time and eventually the storm will clear and then you can go out and then you can enjoy the activities that you're looking forward to doing as an Alaska native growing up in Kotzebue boy did I ever practice that and we had like what nine months of winter where it was just like super dark and super cold all the time and it was like either colder colder what do you want or darker darker right and of course there were perks that came along with that but as a child I definitely had to um, I had to deal with natural circumstances i.e. the weather that I had no control over And I just had to wait it out. And, you know, as a child, I don't think anything of it. Because, you know, you find other things to do. We colored a lot of coloring books. My brothers and sisters and I used to do a lot of crossword puzzles. We played card games. We played lava, you know, where you can't touch the ground. And if you do, the ground is lava and then you'll burn up and die. Um... Sometimes the boys would split off and they would go play their little cars or G.I. Joe or whatever they did. Their little gun fighting things. I don't remember. I'm sure stuff that kids don't play today. And, you know, my sisters and I, I'm the oldest. We had a good age range between us. So we didn't really hang out together. Um, there was three girls that were closest in age and they kind of hung out and had friends that were together and as far as I was concerned because none of my friends had brothers and sisters like I did um, in fact a lot of my friends were like only siblings only children so um, they didn't have the same issues that I did you know They didn't, it seemed like they always had money and like I was always like hanging out with them. I don't know, it was weird. Anyway, so 
I had to practice, hey, I had to practice patience from a very young age. And whether it was imposed or, um, or I don't, I don't think I would ever self-impose it. (laughs) Um, I had to learn that I couldn't always do what I wanted to do when I wanted to do it. Now, later on, as an adult, I did realize and figure out that it turned into an anxiety for me because when winter came along, I would get anxious (laughs) and I would be like, oh my gosh, you know, because there were times and even weeks during that time where there were blizzards and they were whiteout blizzards and they would go for days at a time. And yeah, you could like go out. We did. We went out during these blizzards. I mean, because it was like some of the best times. It was like this really super warm wind would happen. And it would be whiteout conditions. And, you know, we're like 50 pound kids. And we would go out there with our sleds. And I can't even believe our parents let us out there. But really, I mean, nobody's going to take us. And we're, it's, it's a fact of, of, of life up there. But we would go out in these whiteout conditions and we would be so desperate to play out that we would go and the winds would be gusting up to like 80 miles an hour. And, you know, I'm not even exaggerating here. You might want to think I am, but I'm not. And if you've ever lived in Kotzebue, Alaska in a, in a blizzard or uh, something like that, then you can attest to this. But... What we would do is we would stand in the middle of the street, which is usually graded and slick down almost to the point of it was like an ice rink. Okay, so we got some clear ice. We got strong winds. We got kids standing out there and we would just hold our um, sleds up, little plastic sleds. And we would let the wind blow us away down the street. Like, Wah! we would just stand there. <laughs> we would scream. Wah! And uh, this usually happened over Christmas break. So there was a lot of time to just hang out and do nothing. And um, so that was fun. We would spend hours and hours doing that. And then when the blizzard would blow over and the tractors would come along and they would break up all these they would clear the streets and they would build these big big piles of snow like 20 feet high solid huge right like this big big sometimes they're as big as a house we would play king of the mountain because why not you know we're kids that's what we did and so of course you know the top you're the king And then there's these big boulders that we would climb up because it was kind of cool, right? I mean, like, (laughs) it was just so much fun. And then if we got tired of playing King of the Mountain, we would carve out like a little place and we could make like a a slide and we climb up the, um, climb up the hill at the snow hill, air quotations, and we would just slide down it. Right, the first couple of times would be super bumpy because you know we're still working with the raw, cold snow here. 
But usually after the storm was when it was the most calm and it was the most warm. And so we'd go out there. And of course, warm is relative, right? And the cold is relative because we were really used to the weather up there. I was. In fact, I don't even understand because I went through my teenage years in negative 40 below weather. And I didn't even, with ankles exposed, you know, because heaven forbid I should wear anything like snow pants or boots to keep me warm, right? Because that's not cool looking. I would rather freeze. And trust me, a lot of kids up there, you know, froze and got frostbite because of that. But so it was a warmer and we would just sit out there and play in the snow for hours. And we'd make igloos, snow forts, play king of the mountain, you name it. We would just hang out and do nothing. One of my favorite pastime activities, I don't know if I shared this with you, but I had a dog and his name is Buster. Now, another thing about dogs, for the most part, when I was growing up, they lived outside the home they didn't live in your home with you they had a nice little like my dog had a nice little square home and he had a blanket in there and he had a little bed and he was a husky right so and 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 he was tied up outside and he slept outside and on nights where it was crisp and clear and dark I would get on top of my dog's house and I would lay on top of his house for hours just watching the satellites pass by and looking at the millions and kajillions of stars that are out there and the northern lights Oh man, it was an awesome treat. Every single time that the Aurora Borealis came into my sight, into my view, I got so excited. I just loved every single moment of it. So, it was worth the wait for me. It was worth the time inside doing the activities with my friends and my family members that we did while we waited until the storm passed. I definitely cherished it and I enjoyed those times almost more than any other time because it was just fun. It wasn't It was just time spent and building memories and feeling love and togetherness during that time. Instead of hunkering down by myself and not communicating with anybody and not participating in any activities. You know, it was engaging. It engaged my senses. It engaged my mind it was very tactile and I'm not gonna say anything bad about today's technology but I definitely feel like there is a um, a lack that doing activities with other people 
fills than when you're, you know, together with your phone or on the computer staring at a screen. I mean, yes, you're thinking about things and yes, you're moving, but there isn't that human engagement. There isn't. You know that, right? You know that. And that's a very big real thing, you know? And I try to share that with my kid and let her know, you know, hey, that's enough of that. Let's go do something else. Let's and she's really good at it though. She's so good. Sometimes I'll wanna sit there and look at my phone and she'll say like, Hey mom, let's go play a game. Hey mom, let's go do that. You know, we kinda take turns. You know? Whether or not we realize it, we do take turns and wanting to do things with each other and that's a good thing or you know and we set boundaries we say yeah you know hey I would like to do that activity with you but right now I just need time to veg to not think about anything I had a really rough day you know so we set and we 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 have that communication with each other right so now As an adult, I enjoy the changing of the season. I realize the anxiety that I do have about it. But then I realize that, you know, I don't have to worry about being snowed in for days on end. And even if I was, I would be able to handle it. You know, I would do the best I can in the circumstances that I'm with. And I used to feel like going through all this hardship of being alone, of Going, like I used to feel like my life was so hard. But then I realized if I didn't go through all that, I wouldn't have developed the skills needed to get me through other situations and challenges. And that's just it. You know, you take those, you take those times and you don't look at them as hard and bringing you down and, and difficult. Yeah, they might be difficult, but you're going to be able to figure out things that you might not have had the opportunity to if you hadn't gone through it and that's one thing that I wanted to share with you too about this pandemic thing it's kind of weird right but you've heard this maybe where like you go through a hard time and then they're like oh you know what that's God's way of protecting you from something even worse that could have happened well what if the planet and humanity was headed towards something worse and unless God didn't put a pandemic here and yes I know that sounds awful right that sounds bad and I'm just like I'm, I'm just thinking about it but what if something worse would have happened what if something in humanity what if something was being planned that you had no idea but it was going to be ca- just like a hundred times worse like all the the death toll of it would have been worse and things that would have happened would have been worse right but so the you know what I mean it's like those little things that people tell you like oh you know you didn't get the job but maybe you're some you know maybe you're set for a bigger job and you really don't believe them because you're like oh my god but I really wanted that job you know, and you can't see and understand why they're telling you that. You want to believe them. You want to believe them, but you can't because you're like, I felt like I was really right for that job. 
But what if something was said and something was done and if you got that job that something really, really awful would have happened and you had no idea and you were being protected by it? What if that's the case? How can we possibly look at the pandemic like that? Is that overly optimistic? Is that something that's just like, like you are so offended by that? And I do want to get into that being offended thing later um, because that's really just like a personal thing, right? Like nothing really happens to you when you get offended by somebody. Like you don't, you don't, like your arm doesn't fall off. Like, oh my God, you said that and now I'm really, really offended. And then like you go to bed and then you wake up and then like your foot falls off right? No, it's like a personal thing. Like who can remember? And I heard this too from like a joke, like a comedian. He said this, he goes, remember sticks and stones may break my bones, but names will never hurt. He goes, what happened to that? What happened to that? People had the freedom and the right to say things. And all of a sudden, when I say something, when you say something, it's like, oh, I am so offended. (laughs) How did we become so soft? You know, how did that happen? How did we get to that point? So a couple of different things here that I talked about. Yes, we're still in the middle of a pandemic. Yes, we can still find bright spots during this pandemic. Yes, we can, you know, build relationships with people during this time. And yes, it's good to connect with people in a tactile way, you know before pre-technology way in a way that is meaningful in a human way and I just want to say that I know I'm running a little bit long today but I feel like I owe it to you because yesterday I was like we're in the middle of a pandemic I recorded like three minutes and then I was like bye (laughs) so tonight I did sketch out a little bit more time for my podcast and night is slowly starting to draw upon us so I'm gonna head back home but before I leave I do want to share with you a deep gratitude for your time here with me today and I do look forward to connecting with you tomorrow and every day I look forward to it. That's like all I could think about every single day. And I'm like, my gosh, if I could sit here and if I could just encourage people and motivate people and talk to people and help them help me help the world every single day and I could get paid for it. Oh my gosh, I would be just like, it would be awesome. And, I, and you could get paid for it. You know, that would be awesome. That would be awesome because... I would just want to keep giving, you know, I just want to keep giving and giving and giving and giving because how, how am, how is, I just want to, because I'm just excited here, but how is me helping you, helping the world, helping things, how, how could I be jealous of that? How could I be envious of that? There's no possible way. Because I would want you to have more so you can give more to people. Right? I want you to give. It's just like this generosity thing. It's just a big, big, awesome greatness. You know, but it's, I, I, and I feel like I'm almost there. 
right? It's funny. I have absolutely no idea. But I am just so excited every single time I could share my words with you. And one day we're going to be sitting around this big table. We're all going to be drinking coffee or tea or water or whatever we drink, right? And we're going to be having this great conversation. We're going to be laughing and it's going to be so much fun. And we're going to know that there's this bond that we have built together that is stronger than any pandemic. (laughs) Right? Right? Okay. Well, thank you so much again for joining me. Uh, Know that I am thinking about you and you're in my prayers. And if you saw me during this whole time, I have my phone up to my face. But I'm talking with my hand. Like I'm bringing it in. I'm pushing it out. I I talk with my hand. I talk with my hands. Because it's more meaningful to me. (laughs) It's like... It's like, you, you can't see me, but I'm using my hands. <laughs> I just wanted to share that with you real quick. Okay, I'm being goofy, and, and it's getting long. But um, know, you're, know that you're in my prayers, and God bless. <laughs>